what I'm saying here. Value is not based on what you own or what you have. In fact, I'll drop this jewel on you real quick. Real value is based on what you can do without. It's not about what you can accumulate. It's how functionable are you with nothing. And we can't function on nothing, so that becomes the scale. How low can you go? How deep can you go? Because after a while, if you really become a spiritual being, you don't rely on the world for nothing. What's popping? What's popping, man? I hope you're having a blessed weekend. I like that statement that KRS One just said. What's value? It's not the things that you've obtained. We come in this world alone, we're going to die alone. We strive throughout our lifetime to create labels to attach to ourselves. I'm a husband. I got money. I'm fresh. I'm an athlete. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm a rapper. I'm uh, a doctor. I'm this. I'm that. But when you break down and you become a spiritual being, like the man said, you are you. You don't need anything. Nothing matters, man. At the end of the day, I like that. I like that. What do you value? Do you value the things or do you value yourself overall? <laughs> Let's get into it, man. This is the episode. Don't fumble the bag. <laughs> Man, we got a lot to talk about this week, man. Right when I got off the pod and I released it uh, Sunday, I was tripping that all the information came out about Troy Ave making statements and testifying against Tax Stone in court. Uh, the Michael Irvin footage was released. People was talking crazy about the imagery that came out of young M.A., when she was getting her hair done. I was watching Earn Your Leisure this week too. And they did a highlight piece. On All Money In. Nipsey Hussle brother and his partners. Who he was in business with. And it was very interesting. And I want to share it with y'all. Because it was, it was good. For real. I got some dope songs of the week. And another highlight. I want to break down. The Jalen Rose and the John Morant conversation. Because I think it's some knowledge in that. And our songs of the week going to be fire this week, man. We got some real dope records, man. But I think I want to start the conversation off because the title of the episode is Don't Fumble the Bag. I want to start it off with the Troy Ave tax stone situation. I was a fan of both of these guys. Like, not a fanatic. I don't like using the word fan. I was a person that was interested in both of these guys. Because I ain't a fanatic at the end of the day. And you shouldn't be neither. But uh, when Tax Stone first started doing his podcast thing, it was dope. He had Star on there. He had Joe Budden on there. He had a lot of street dudes and stuff talking about 
a lot of good stuff, man. It was just a, a, a real good show. And it was up under the Combat Jack channel. Combat Jack is really the creator that motivated everybody to do podcasts. Up there in New York anyway. And to me, he fumbled the bag by intertwining with rappers and installing himself in beefs and all of this. He was Casanova two times manager at one point in time. And now we see that Casanova two times is locked up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that was in those guys' presence is locked up. And he fumbled the bag. He just fumbled the bag to me. Because he right now, if he was free, he would be one of the top podcasters in the game. It would be people wanting to go to his platform and speak and have conversations. And him intertwining himself in too much street business. <laughs> you see the end result. So... I don't know where him and Troy Alv beef started though, but Troy Alv is another individual that I liked his music. I liked when Fifty Cent started embracing him. I liked that he was trying to bring the original New York sound back to New York because if we're gonna be truthful, New York has stole the South sound, the South bounce. They attempted to. They can't do it like the South or whatever because they ain't from there. But they attempted to. They don't. It's not originally them. So when Troy Alf came out with that sound, that 50 cent sound, that dark, that that cold weather music, I was uh, embracing that. I liked it. He can rap good. He make good songs or whatever. And people call him a snitch now. To me, I would just say he told the truth of what happened in court. But the streets look down upon that. You telling the truth. But the streets is something that he proclaimed is a myth. Majority of the world does not care about what goes on in the street. It's just just being realistic, man. And he testified in court. And I'm going to read some of the things that he said in court. And I'm going to put the imagery up on the screen so y'all can see it and everything too, though. But if you're listening to the audio version, come on over to the YouTube channel, TrevorJacksonT.V. And check out the visuals, man, as I read this. If it's fight or flight, I'm always going to fight. Because at that point, you could die. Tryav said of the scuffle that resulted in him getting shot in both legs. According to the New York Post, the Brooklyn native compared the tussle to a high school wrestling match. When the shot goes off, I see the light from the spark and I hear the shot, he said. This is all happening fast. I get up and start fighting tax stone. Trying to take him, grab the gun, and another shot goes off. I put my leg up to kind of block the shot from hitting me in the face or chest. I got up, Av said in regards to the shot. I'd rather die fighting. People die from leg shots. I'd rather die fighting than land on the ground. I got up immediately. <clears throat> Av testified that when he was able to get his hands on the firearm... He tried to shoot Tax Stone as he fled the scene, but the gun misfired. He was initially arrested for attempted murder after he was the only one seen in the surveillance footage firing the weapon. That was later found in the car. So, I just want to make this clear. Like, uh, one of my ops, or one of the people that I'm beefing with, or I have a conflict of interest with Shoot my friend Slash bodyguard right Kill him 
I'm wrestling for, for the weapon from him. I start shooting. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> the surveillance footage only sees me shooting. So people perceive that I may have killed my partner or anything. Mm. So this happened. And uh, I'm the one facing time for defending myself. So am I not going to take the stand to protect myself and get my years removed from protecting myself? Or am I going to go lay down and do 15 years for keeping it real with the nigga who tried to kill me? No. I swear I bought a game crazy and people have it confused on being real and not being real. It's just it's just crazy to me, man. The, the, the things that people they're gonna be talking bad about that man for the rest of his life, the rest of his career, for uh, testifying in court against his op to protect himself. That's crazy to me. It's crazy. But the streets are crazy and the rules are crazy and being obligated to foolishness also is crazy. Let me hit my wine and take a little break. Switching the topic up though Gotta get off of that The snitching and all that Cause we got a little bit to talk about this week And also uh, This will be the last podcast for the next three weeks It's just that uh, I'm creating an album Some more content for y'all And I need to take a break to fully focus To fully clear my mind Because I feel like I've been giving, giving, giving And now it's time for me to receive it's time for me to heal up and start to receive things. So let me quit talking about me for a moment and the pod and the channel and uh, get into this Michael Irvin situation. We know Michael Irvin got a history of having interest in women. He got a lot of allegations and a lot of things that's been swept under the rug when it comes to women so he is uh, in a case right now for defamation of character because he feels as if his character is being defamed by the imagery that was put out and this woman allegedly saying that he made a sexual pass at her I'm going to play the footage and we're going to continue on First time we are seeing video of the interaction between Michael Irvin and a hotel employee in Arizona that caused the NFL Network and ESPN to suspend him just before the Super Bowl. Meantime, Irvin and the legal team he has are refiling their lawsuit in Arizona after figuring out who to sue and where. So here's what video right now. Look at this. This is Irvin's team uh, has wanted to show everyone apparently for weeks now. There is no sound, just FYI, but it sounds, it shows, excuse me, the interaction between Irvin and the female employee of that Renaissance Hotel. Lasted less than two minutes, but you can see the two shake hands. At one point, she takes a step back after he touches her elbow. Irvin says the two are talking about football and where she could watch him on TV. But she and the hotel say that Irvin made sexually explicit comments to her. He responded to that claim yesterday. I I don't speak like that. You know what I mean? I've never spoken like that. So I'm not even... Yeah, I, I totally deny saying that. I totally deny saying that. Really clear, this is not a sexual assault. This isn't sexual harassment. This isn't sexual misconduct. 
None of that exists here, and I think this tape is very, very clear. Marriott said in its court filing that the interaction made the employee visibly uncomfortable and backed away from him after Irvin's alleged lewd comments. I don't know why I just hit the clap button just now, but <laughs> it was funny. I feel as if they released the footage, but they didn't release the audio. Are they hiding something? I also feel as if he has a history of this, so we can't put it past him if he did do it. Also, without the audio, there is no proof of what she is saying. But he did reach out multiple times and she did take a step back. If we go off the energy of that, he may have been, you know what I'm saying? Come here, girl. You know, come on on up to my room and come get you some of this long John Silver. (laughs) He's an athlete. He's he's well known. He said that they was talking about football. But they kind of look intoxicated if you look at the video. People are, you know what I mean? He got his shoulders hunched over and all of that, though. But looking at that, if the audio doesn't release, he's going to win his court case for defamation of character. I really believe that. I really believe he's going to do that. So I'm going to get into some health complications, some more hip-hop. Like young M.A. The first time I heard of her, she was talking about Henny. Ooh. Uh, we know that she likes women. And at one point in time, Kodak Black, he he put on Instagram that he would sleep with her or whatever. Because he thinks she's cute. But she dresses like a boy. So it was some imagery from a, a barbershop that came out recently or uh, wherever she get her hair done at man i don't know if it's a barbershop or a dreadlock spot or whatever and they put the imagery up of her and she responded to the the imagery and uh when they put it up everybody was like wowed by what they seen from her and how she was looking and i was also man and i i'm gonna give y'all my perspective of what i think it is after uh y'all see the imagery Smash. I'm a little dressed. <laughs> but we in the club, man. Oh. Yeah, they hate, but they broke them. And when it's time to pop, they have no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm local. The loud got me moving slow mo. Hey, yo, Tweety, where the hoes, bro? Hey, yo, Keys, where the hoes, bro? Hey, okay, what a hold I like that vibe of that record though. But it looked like something is uh, her eyes was real yellow. It looked like she's having kidney failure to me. I wish her well, man. I hope she heals up from that. Because that's serious, man. That's like blocking blood, man. And we all think that we're gonna survive and be healthy for the rest of our lives, but Everybody body is different, man. Like, I have problems with digestion. Like, I, I don't digest food fast, and, and I want to fix that. I want to hurry up and get extremely healthy as fast as I can. I need to do more cardiovascular exercises. And we all ain't the same, man. We all got a short life. Is short, man. It's real short, and 
I just want I just want people to be aware of their health, man. I hope young Ma get healthy fast. She released a statement about that imagery because she's seen the world talking about it. And she had something to say. She said, as many of my supporters know, I've been dealing with various personal health issues the last few years. I recently was hospitalized and was successfully treated for several conditions. I'm doing better now. It will take some time, but I'm on the road to recovery and looking forward to the future. I'm in good spirits and everything will be explained in the music plus the documentary. Love y'all. M-A-B. Don't worry. I'm good. Blesses up. That's a beautiful thing to hear that. But man, take care of y'all health, dog. Be conscious about your health. Make sure you're doing health awareness decisions every time you stop off at the gas station and you want them chips and that candy and that foolishness that you want to put in your body, man. Don't fumble the bag. Real talk, just don't fumble the bag, man. But we're going to get into some more topics, some more dope topics. I got something I want to talk about. But before I do that, I'm going to play my song of the week. And we're going to get on into it. All my niggas quiet, but we burning loud. Machiavelli to the max, never turn it down. Mac 11 in the bins, how you like me now? I run the city, so my closet look like Nike Town. Niggas talking like bitches, is it my income? Am I fucking your bitches, is it official? My niggas did a dime, didn't learn a thing from it. Came home in two weeks, got him a 600. Get a text from the boss, you know them bricks coming. Chicks at the beach house like they gon' miss something. From the trenches I rose, only loving the dough. From the Chevy to Rose, now it's throw on the flow. Smoke an ounce of the truth, that's my fountain of youth. I ride Peter, Mr. Shakur, this one is for you. Nipsey hustle when I got my nigga Sally on it. Double MG burning out of Cali on it. Stained glass window in the Benzo, lost in the instrumental. Keys got me sentimental. Glass window in the benzo, lost in the instrumental keys, got me sentimental. Look, these rap books buried in gold. The treasure of a million men, Versace shades trimmed in gold. My life's big, let them cameras explode and capture these rags. A richest story that I unfold. A youth fountain for the few counting. Made money, but who's counting? It's hard stunting, living in subsidized housing. Every bag you bring through the door, dudes counting. And every new girl you bring through, dudes hounding. They want your youth, so they watch your moves from your pinky ring. Down to how you lace your shoes Rope chains with the precious jewels The dope game had impression rules So what they did with cocaine and a couple spoons Had the whole hood acting like goons Trying to be the richest, trying to be the flyers Claim to be falling, end up like limb bias Screaming from the bottom of this fountain Hear nothing but silence Glass window in the benzo, lost in the instrumental keys, got me sentimental. That song with Stally, he was a member of uh, Maybach Music Group around the time of Rick Ross Peak, and he's an artist from Cleveland. Dom Kennedy, I forgot the name. Don't come home tonight or something like that. That album. That's the first time I heard a Nipsey Hustle in. When I heard of Nipsey Hussle, he stuck out to me more than the other artists whose song it was. So I was interested in learning more about Nipsey. 
and his music and everything like that. And people will say that Nipsey wasn't a a prolific rapper. He wasn't a a artist that we was checking for until he died. That's cap. Just because you didn't know nothing about him don't mean the world did. I had been on Nipsey Hustle since 2015, really. 2014 through 2015. He he broke through some kind of way through through Future and Drake because that's all everybody was listening to. He broke through. The West Coast was breaking through. The Ty Dollar Signs, the YGs, the Dom Kennedys, and Nipsey Hussle was leading the way for us to get back intrigued into what the West Coast was doing. So when I found out about Nipsey Hussle, I was hearing the I was hearing the the message in the music though. I was like, he he's talking gang stuff, but he's a very intelligent brother. He didn't fumble the bag. And when he passed, his team didn't fumble the bag. They still own that store in Crenshaw, but they own more stores. And when I think about team and I think about the people that surround him that helped to make him successful, I think about the people that surround me and the people that's my team. Are they reading books? Are they making themselves more knowledgeable? Are they treating this like a selfless act? Uh, are we really helping each other? Are we really hindering each other or trying to get something out of out of each other to make ourselves look good for the moment? Those boys are all money in, no money out. That statement says so much because they bringing all the money in, but they spending it with each other, no money out. You got to have a restaurant I need my boy to have a gas station I'm wearing your clothes I'm purchasing real estate from you Because you my partner We need to be able to String this money together With all of us And I got a lot of partners That's smart individuals They got good jobs and stuff though But we don't support each other Like we should man and we'll never be successful as we capable of because we don't support each other. And now that he's dead and gone, Ernie Leisure did an episode with the people that's left behind in the Nipsey Hustle story. And they had some things to say that really touched my soul. How important is it is the team? Because we remember Kavi. Obviously, we got Hoggy here. How is it important when you and leaning on them when you're trying to help, uh, create decisions about the business side, right? Or, or are they integral in it? Are you integral in their in their endeavors as well? Yeah, I think I think for us, um, you know, it's the hustle way. Anytime hustle um, went out and, and, and put something down, he always reached back, involved me, reached back, involved Fats, reached back, definitely involved, you know, the whole All Money In team, Kabi, um, Pack, Hoggy, um, Stone, and. I think um, they all, the whole team hustlers anyway, since, you know, since 
I was younger, you know what I'm saying, when we was trying to get money, the whole team, Kabi, been having money, spots, you know what I'm saying, we always look up to Kabi as a grinder, and so he always had his shit going, Pac always was a young nigga grinding, and I think, number one, that's why the synergies with Nip, Hoggy, same thing. Hoggy was a young nigga in a, in a whip. I think he couldn't even, he wasn't even supposed to be driving. You know what I'm saying? He, he put yeah, that up, doesn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the whole team is hustlers, and I think um, we all took, you know, advice and inspiration, you know, from hustle. And, uh, and vice versa, he came and his team was strong. And, and so, you know, anything that we can do to help, Always, you know, they got their own clothing brands, they got their own, you know, studios, their own movements, websites, and um, it's shit booming. And, um, you know, once we get this open, um, you know, my, my, my goal is obviously collabs or anything we can do to help, you know, the, the individual brands uh, we're here to do, you know, as Hustle always do, and always will do, you know, we're gonna continue. That was his brother, uh, Black Sound, but what I'm thinking about in my head right now is that I, I keep thinking about, like, where I come from, and it was a movie, like, Knoxville, it was a movie, man. A lot of my brothers and younger individuals growing up, not my blood brothers, but people that I consider brothers from the street, we was, man, self-made millionaires, man. Self-made individuals, but we was too busy competing with who was the cutest, who had the most, who was doing it the biggest instead of coming together and uh, doing what them boys doing out there in Cali. But at the end of the day, like at this point in my life right now, I'm happy that that didn't happen. But I really just wish it would have, man, because it could have set the city up. For future millionaires, man. We let the young folks down, man. If you're young and you listen to this podcast, you from where I'm from, man, I feel as if I let you down, but I'm going to try my best to lift you back up individually. But uh, looking at that, man, it let me know that the first thing I do when I talk to people and I uh, communicate or I try to go in business or I Whatever I do with a, a different individual or another person, I want to know what your intentions are with me, with what we're doing and what we're interested in before I go any further. I need to know what your intentions is, man. I need to see if your ego is in it, if you really want to build, if you're being selfless, if we're going to create a structure together, if you want to be a teammate or you want to be a solo individual. Because I'm going to play some more... Uh, from that episode of Nip Friends and the things that they spoke of and the togetherness that they displayed and the things that they learned from Nip. Hey, I talk, man. It, there's a certain level of loyalty, but there's a certain level of ego that has been erased. What? Did that get developed as from childhood to manhood? Or is that something that, you know, you learn, right? Because when y'all talk, like, when you talk about support, like, you can feel it. I'm looking in the store, obviously it's A and B, but you can see everybody's imprints inside of it. And I would imagine when we go to there, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Where did that level of, of selflessness come from amongst y'all? The goal was just for that because, you know, the L.A. culture is kind of like, 
uh, segregated from gangs. Mm -hmm. So you you know you got guys that like like me that come from Crenshaw and Slauson, and then you'll have guys that come from another area that won't necessarily come on this side mm -hmm. to purchase to buy anything. So that's why we use platforms like this to let everybody know everybody is welcome. Everybody, it don't matter where you from, who you are. So we trying to bridge the gap from 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 the gang violence, the gang culture, and and let everybody see that it, we actually we can bridge it. Everybody can come together. That's why you seen guys like Nipsey and YG together, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that and that actually works. Yeah, you know, yeah. it stop a lot of things. You know, and it it, it just create a different narrative. Yeah, business. <laughs> Let me clear my throat for a minute. Cause like, man, that gang culture, he, he spoke about it being in LA, but folks are copycats nationwide. That gang culture was created in Los Angeles and it spread all across the whole coast. And it didn't create nothing uh, beneficial to me. It didn't create no unity because you got folks a hundred yards away from each other claiming something else. And it, it's, it's dysfunctional. It's just real dysfunctional and people are separating and hurting each other over something that doesn't create value. Like KRS1 said at the top of the podcast, what's valuable to you? Like nothing that you are attached to or people want to feel some sort of belonging, but Attachments is really not what the value is, man. And you and you gotta realize that and learn that quick. But that gang culture, man, it spread across the country and it didn't do nothing good. I, I remember when the gang culture hit Tennessee. We all went to high school together. We was all boys. We was all getting money together. And now since you the crip. And you and this different crip said, and you and this different crip said, now we can't get along. We can't be partners and friends because we separated ourselves. Man, we gotta we gotta create some sort of structure and remove our ego if we want to build for the future because our time here is short, man. Our time here is real short, and you gotta appreciate your time and you can't fumble the bag. Don't fumble the bag, man. Real talk. I just want to salute them brothers out there in L.A., man. All Money In, The Marathon, man. Black Sound, Kabi, Supreme. Keep doing y'all thing, man. I'm going to purchase me some uh, merch from y'all here soon, man. Real talk. But I'm going to get into another song that I recognize, and I'm going to break down why I played this song and everything. And we're going to touch basis on the next two topics, and we're going to ride out, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, though. Let's go. Damn, you cut me deep, feel like I spilled my cup. 
Let's run up this bag until I'm rich as fuck I work way too hard to treat this shit like luck I've been sensing hate from the ones I love Pull up to the club, gave me raining dubs I can't hold a grudge, drag me through the mud Pouring foes of blood, pouring foes of watch Masterpiece my clock, cost a half a dollar Quarter on my ops, shit I want them bad Did a nigga bad, now I'm in my bag Carry on by Louie just to hold my cash It be hard to small, remember I was crying Niggas on the gram, I do it for the fam Through donuts in the land, the pop come my scram Talk with God, like, give me one more chance. I won't let you down. Broke, I'm worth the pound. Brand new Nike tech, I'm finna serve the time. Watch collection, me, ain't got swerve around. I was with my kid, I wanna murder now. Gotta see my face, gotta hear my name. Gotta feel my pain, fuck me up that day. Sometimes I be stressed, finna quit it all, give it all today. Took the harder way, I'm in the mall with Bay, like, put your purse away. You know it's all on me, need help, then call on me. I still can't call the soul, that take a toll on me. That drink control me. I'm in one. Jackson Podcast. Babyface Ray, man. When I was in D.C. at the Future concert, Babyface Ray opened up for Future. And I was listening to his music, and I was like, if he build his confidence, he the next up, man. He the next up in the game to set it on fire, man. Detroit already popping with a few of their artists. They got plenty of artists, man. They had 42 Doug, T. Grizzly, Babyface Ray. I can't even name all of them. There's so many of them in Detroit. But Detroit doing their thing, man. To me, behind Memphis, Detroit is the second hottest city in the game. And by me speaking on Memphis, I want to go ahead and get into the conversation that Ja Morant and Jalen Rose had on ESPN. Because we did a whole episode on the Ja Morant topic and conversation. And I spoke about how it was weird. It was weird, him showing a gun and then releasing pictures at the strip club. It's just weird to me all the way around. I don't even know why, like, we live in America. I know the NBA want to be clean and perceive themselves to be the prestigious brand that they are. They own television. They got to protect themselves. But we live in a, a country where guns are accepted. We live in a gun culture country. Take the guns away from everybody. If 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 John Morant can't have them, my opinion, it's it's everybody riding around with a gun. You may think a person don't have a gun. Everybody has a gun. Let me play the audio. You're 23 years old. You're a superstar. You're one of the faces of the NBA. What is the last 10 or 11 days been like for you and how are you doing uh, me personally um, I feel mentally good that I haven't you know been in you know many years you know, I'm in a space where I'm you know very comfortable you know, I was constantly you know talking to therapists um, I've been doing you know Reiki treatment um, I've been doing anxiety breathing you know different stuff to you know help me manage that and you know release you know all that stuff from my body when did you say, I'm going to do this and it's necessary? After I made a, you know, terrible mistake, you know, being inside um, a club and, you know, went live, um, I put myself in, you know, a bad position. Um, and also, it's, you know, my daughter. Mm. Um, there's times where she even tell me if she's, you know, had a bad day. And you know, I felt like, you know, if she can tell me that, then, you know, mm. I can be able to go and talk to somebody as well. You at the spot, shotgun willies. You are holding a gun. 
and we both know how dangerous that can be. <laughs> Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. Oh, shit. No, it's not who I am. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence. Um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions. Um, made a you know, bad mistake. Um, and I can see uh, the image, you know, that I, I painted, you know, over myself, you know, with my recent mistakes. But, you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm about and, um, you know, change this narrative. Jaw has missed the Grizzlies' last five games, all of which will count towards his suspension, meaning that he's eligible to return on Monday when Memphis hosts Dallas. Thanks for watching ESPN on YouTube. For live streaming sports and premium content, mm. subscribe to ESPN+. He'll be back playing tomorrow. I'll be at work. I won't be able to watch the game, but he'll be back playing tomorrow. I like John Morant. I want to see everybody successful. But it's times when you should know better. It's his father condoning his activities because he has money and he wants things also. Is he condoning his behavior? Because my opinion, like, Ja can be great, man. He can be the next Jordan, man. He, he, he can be better than Jordan. Let me say that. His career is only up from here, man. I know I spoke about him being in Memphis and him inheriting the energy of the city, but that that shit got to be put to the wayside, man. He, he shouldn't even live in Memphis. He should live on the outskirts somewhere. I don't know where because I ain't from there or whatever, but he should live on the outskirts of Memphis because Memphis ain't safe. And, and just quit having so many people around you, dog. This this shit is real. This life we live is real, man. And I just feel as if he deserves a second chance. He got suspended. He'll be back tomorrow. This was light. Even though he lost a, a few dollars, this was light. But don't strike out again, man. It's people depending on you. It's people that want to see you win. It's people that when they see you win, it motivate them to win. And I'm getting off of that topic, man. I just want to see you win also, Ja. But I'm going to talk about some other things that happened in Memphis. And I'm a husband. I'm in a relationship with a woman. And before I was in this relationship with this woman and she became my wife, I was a loner. And what I learned from being a loner is that we don't own no human being. We can't control nobody. What you want is irrelevant. What you need is internal love. And people speak as if I need my wife to do this, 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 and that. Women speak as if I need my man to do this, 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 and this, and have that. Then you are the problem. Because you shouldn't need anything from nobody. But Finesse two times was on the Breakfast Club, and he spoke on his relationship with Erica Banks. And it was interesting the things that he said because it went viral what he said. Happened between you and Erica Banks. Oh shit! Uh-oh. Since, since we're talking about the women, uh, it's cool when they do it. I'm pull like this. 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 It was it was something I wanted to do, and you know what I'm saying. Um, the age thing. That was mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing I didn't I didn't understand. Like she older than you? 
Now she's younger than me. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a man. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up in the morning and me and my woman get up, when I get up, my woman get up because it's time to cook. It's time to have some sex. It's time to clean up. And when you get up and you get in your phone, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Don't get straight in your phone when you're around a man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get up, you're going to get up and take care of your man, then get in your phone. Again, why am I why am I playing the claps to that? Uh, I'm married, like I was saying. I have no expectations for my wife to do anything. I understand the phone thoughts, though. I understand that. But, man, in this era, you ain't going to... These people was born in the phone era. Get you an old woman if you if you don't want that to happen. You cannot have a young girl that's... I'm hitting the table again, shaking the camera. You cannot have a young girl and think she ain't going to pick up her phone. The things that's in her phone is of interest to her more than you, dog. And that might hurt you or whatever. It might hurt your ego or your pride, though. But at the end of the day, I'm the type of person that feel like don't nobody owe me nothing. Nobody have to do nothing for me. And I'm just appreciative of your presence. You don't have to cook for me, clean for me. You don't have to make love to me. I love you and I want to see you win. And I'm genuine in that. I don't want nothing from no human being. I just want you to be your best self internally. And then everything internally that you're doing will flourish on the external. Hey, man, don't fumble the bag, dog. This was the topics that I had to discuss this week. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks, man. I'm very appreciative of everybody that subscribed to the channel, that's sharing the show, that's showing love, man. And continuing to stay here with me, man. We're going to ride out to a record. I ain't going to play the outro to the podcast. I'm going to ride out to a record. Thank y'all again, man. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money and I'm out. Skin is all about. Busting on my shirt, new bitch on my nerves.